0: Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. I'm thrilled today to welcome Jill Lublin to Your Brand Amplified. I'm your host, Annika Jackson. And Jill, I have to tell you before we start and get into your story that my favorite quote is, be kind whenever possible. It is always possible. So I love your mission which we haven't shared yet with our audience but this is where i'd love for you to introduce yourself and talk about um profit to kindness and how you bring kindness into everything you do oh thank you so
1: um i'm delighted to be here number one and Mm -hmm. and yeah this is profit of kindness is actually my fourth book can you believe it (laughs) i'm like oh my gosh and and my whole thing is is to bring a movement of kindness like how do we bring people together to be more kind in business, to help and support each other. Because, you know, as we all know, um, I think collaboration in today's times and kindness and and uplifting all ships is really what's going to drive good business. That's how I see it, you know, and I I think the more we all do that, the better off we are.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And I find it goes a long way when you're living in your purpose, your passion, what you're good at and you bring kindness into all of that, doors open up so much faster, right? Yeah. How did you get into kindness as a platform for you, because you do strategic coaching, right um, and business?
1: Yeah, my, my basic my basic, uh, what I've done forever is, uh, is publicity. I help entrepreneurs, small business owners, coaches, consultants get more publicity. Nonprofits, people with products—you know—but yeah. mostly entrepreneurs. Yeah, and um, and and I've been doing that uh, through publicity courses and and just having fun with it uh, all these wonderful years. And then one day, I'm driving my 85-year-old friend uh, because, frankly, she's aging and mm-hmm. of course needs a lot of help and. And I seem to be that one, you know, ask a busy person to get things done, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the one who would, you know, run over her house when she fell or, you know, take her out for, take her to doctor's appointments or occasionally out for lunch or dinner. Um, And, and one day I remember her looking at me and saying, you know, Joe, I know you're really busy. I know you run a full-time business and you are the one who shows up for me. You are so kind. And I wish she said, I wish that people would have a different currency. The currency of kindness and you know annika when somebody says something to you and things go ding 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 (laughs) all of a sudden i don't know what it was because i wasn't planning on writing another book just saying um you know but just something in that became the prophet of kindness actually Mm -hmm. got picked up by a major publisher got published really fast and listen i've been with four books i know about publishing and (laughs) frankly it doesn't usually happen that fast so i went okay this is something that's key in the market today. It's an important concept. And so, you know, how it ties into publicity, I realized, you know, kind of after almost, was, you know, kind companies get great publicity. That's really true. Yeah. And, if, and interestingly enough, since the book's been written, I've been watching the, um, shall we say, the, the public, uh, what would I call it? The public opinion, so to speak. But I'm, I'm really also watching companies like Honda, who did a whole bunch of commercials called, uh, using the word kindness, right? Mm-hmm. Honda, the car company. Yeah, I'm seeing it everywhere. Dove is using it. I mean, it just goes on and on of products. They're a major healthcare company in San Francisco, uh, Dignity Health, they're actually mm-hmm. out places. They're running a human
0: kindness campaign on the buses. Like, it's everywhere now, yeah. which is exciting. It's very exciting. And I think I, that was actually a question I was going to ask you is the connection and how you've seen the landscape of PR change over time. And to your point, so many companies now have a social good component, corporate social responsibility. I think particularly after the last few years and the, you know, younger demographics are demanding it. Um, and they really want to know. Okay, why should I invest in the relationship with you as a brand or a person or a company if you're not investing in my values as well? Absolutely. I think you know, I think all ages, but
1: certainly mm-hmm. there's there's so much of a a demand is a great word that companies live up to, you know whatever they're promising mm-hmm.
2: And I think it's
1: it's really key that um that companies, you know, they put out all these big fancy words, right? And and their goals and objectives and their prospectus and all their fun stuff. But I find that, you know, if they're not like more in integrity now, if they're not aligned with values of, of where this world needs to go and being leaders in the conversation, you know, because they got big money behind them, right? And with that big money, they can do big things. That's the truth. And I think if they're not showing up that way, or if they're not, um, kind of, let's say a finding and aligning with their values, then people are just moving on. You know, you're right. It's called, well, what are you going to do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So let's talk about, so Profit of Kindness is your fourth book. How did you get into, oh, I love your mug. It says, Kindness Matters. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so um, how did you decide to write your first book? You, you what hole was in the marketplace? You said, gosh, I really need to let people know about this topic in PR.
1: No, I'll tell you, honestly, I think it just happened by accident. I really do. And quote, there's no accident. Yeah. <laughs> Um, And somehow I got the privilege and blessing of writing it. Uh, But it really did start with my 85 year old friend and something she said. And and there comes the book. And because I've been, you know, I have multiple books on the market, Mm -hmm. a publisher picked it up quickly and said, yes, we love this and we want to publish it. So everything kind of moved so quickly that I realized that it it was the time. Right. And then I put together uh, circles of kindness as I like uh, they're actually called kindness circles. And now we're meeting monthly in community. And Ooh. my goal is to grow this to actually over 500 people. We're about halfway there right now where we meet monthly and we share kindness. We share stories. We help each other. It's it's really dedicated to circles where we support each other. And that has been beautiful. Um, and so that kind of came out of it, but really, it's the profit of kindness is one of those books that just keeps on giving.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, what, if somebody reads the book, what are some of the lessons that they'll learn or things that they'll pick up?
1: Yeah. Well, a couple of things I'm really big on is um, number one, what I call return on kindness principles, right? Which the, everybody's so concerned about ROI, return on investment, which yep. companies need to be. But I also think I, I propose that there is a new ROI, and that's called ROK, Return on Kindness Principles, Rocks, as I like to right. call it. So, how do we measure rocks? ROKs? ROKs? Um, well, one of them is, let's say, flexibility, right? That's one of my ROKs. And I think in today's world, we need to be flexible yes. now more than ever. Timing and schedules and people's kids running around in the back of the cars. <laughs> You know, I, the good news is we've all kind of gotten used to it, but realistically, <laughs> flexibility is one of the keys to success today, oh, yeah. in my opinion. And through kind, and, and frankly, being flexible also means you're being kind. Yeah, there's going to be some time schedules go, go right. They just do, right? Yep. And whatever, things happen. So mm-hmm. I think being flexible, and especially inside of companies, is really important now. And we're seeing this in the great resignation, aren't we? Yeah, because I mean, my niece who works for a major company, I won't name them right now. (laughs) But let me just say, you know, she ran a 42 person, uh, 42 people underneath her. Um, You know, yeah, she's worked there for 10 years. She's in her mid 30s. And she said um, and then they wanted her to go back. She's in Detroit and they wanted her to go back. in. she said, you it's an hour and a half commute to my job now. And and I don't want to do it. Because you know, she enjoyed being home. She's got young children. You know, she wants to have that balance. And and guess what? The company is like, oh, sorry, you gotta come in now because and she, guess what? She moved on. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Yeah. And they lost a really good employee,
0: just as an example, a committed, dedicated person because they weren't flexible. Mm. But not only that, but the cost of replacing somebody who's been there, has that much historical knowledge of the company has you know, is managing that big of a team. That's yeah. really yeah. costly to replace yeah. when all you have to do, as you're saying, is be a little kind. Yeah. Just people- like, yeah. Exactly. Like what works
1: for you, right? Yeah. And then there's patience. That's another return on kindness principle. Mm. These are some of the things people will learn. Well, patience, right? That's a big one. If you're in business, my guess is most of you aren't patient. Maybe, you know, we I don't I speak for me too. We like to get stuff done, you know. And um, I remember the funny thing is, Annika, when I was writing the chapter on patience, guess what happened? I probably shouldn't have done this, but I called <laughs> the utility company. I called the utility company because I had to tell them something, right? And I was on hold for an hour, an hour. And I'm. she comes down the line, the says, So mm-hmm. oh, thank you for your patience, which, in my opinion, is fu- always a funny thing to say. And I, the first thing out of my mind and I think out of my mouth was who said I was patient? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's just a funny thing, because as we know, um, you know, patience is also very, very required in today's world. And I think mm-hmm. we've all been trained in that. Even more because, as we know, everything has taken longer and it's just been wild. I, I listen, my uh, other my cousin waited an, a year for a car to be delivered. I mean, yeah. just That's patience, it. right? Patience.
0: Yeah. And these are somewhat lessons that are coming out of the pandemic, but they've always been there, right? Yes, these, are all, totally. these are things that principles that we've always needed to think about and that needed to be more in the forefront, but they weren't. And so life kind of forced us to think about being kind, being patient, having flexibility in our schedules. Yeah.
1: Kidding. And flexibility with others, yes. right? <laughs> with other schedules, uh, you know, it's just how life is. And I think it has been an amazing training ground, I'll call it, um, during this time as we've all been really uh, forced,
0: honestly, into what needs to be done, what needs to be said. hmm so, taking the principles of return on kindness, and in the book, and then you now have these kindness circles. Um, what else is? What else are you doing to continue to propagate and promote kindness in this world mm. and in the business world, particularly? Well, I do also uh, do trainings for businesses and, and help corporations
1: become cultures of kindness. I've done it in publicity, also. Of People like Phillips Corporation and a few others, real estate companies. It's been wonderful. I think that as we, um, you know, continue to keep having this conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And I do see it propagating. I really do. Um, It's become cultural norm. Like like happiness was about maybe, well, before the pandemic. I think that word (laughs) happiness came in a lot. I don't know if you noticed that. But there are certain words that will start popping up in culture and Kindness is now one of them. I'm super excited to say Uh, happiness has certainly been part of it for a while, which is great. But, you know, you see certain words. And I think as we keep playing with that, that that's a beautiful thing. And the other thing I'm doing is that in November, November 13th is World Kindness Day. Did you know that? I did not. Well, neither did I before I wrote the <laughs> book. But now that I've discovered it is actually this will be my third year. We are doing the World Kindness Summit. Oh, and, okay, uh, yeah. So that's super fun. So we do we're doing that every November thirteenth or somewhere right there about depending on the day it falls. Um, and so that's been wonderful to celebrate that. And by the way, everything I do is sh- like short. Um, so my summits are like three hours, right? I don't do all day. Just because I know people are busy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so we do a World Kindness Summit. I do monthly kindness circles. And then additionally, uh, certainly with the book and trainings and everywhere I can get my hands on, to every company who will listen, I love to do kindness programs.
0: Well, it's really inspiring that you've been able to take one word and one concept and continue. I mean, I think that as marketers and, and Publicists, this is kind of what we do, right? <laughs> so, the fact that you can do it with something that somebody had said to you, and you, it's, it's your product, it's your brand, it's your service, and your mission and vision and value to the world to make people remember kindness. Awesome. And, you know, we, I think in the media, there's so much about narcissists and cults and like people behaving poorly, and they get so much attention. So, shining a light on people who are doing kind things. And bringing that back is something we really need in the world right now. Yeah.
1: And it's, you know, it's happening more and more. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think, I mean, even if you look back on Oprah's segments, uh, mm-hmm. she used to do, story, like, I'll, I'll call them good news stories. She called them something else. But I do see it uh, coming in more. And and uh, unfortunately, not enough in mainstream media because, unfortunately, listen, I understand mainstream media very much so. And the truth is, um, it's built to to sometimes on fear and and scare people, right? And and the truth is that that's what sells stories and advertising, and and it's a bit of an issue out there. And, yes, we need some good news and And then there's just stuff that happens out in the world. Yes, we need good news, yeah, absolutely.
0: So I want to go back a little bit and um talk about your other books if you'll if you don't mind sharing the titles, um, you know, your inspiration for your first three books and sure. and they're all available, I assume, on your website and on Amazon and everywhere we can get books? Absolutely. JillLublin.com
1: will take you straight to Amazon, I promise. So <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's see. Um, I think next, I have to remember what was next, but I think next was Get Notice, Get Referrals. And that's a McGraw-Hill book and about getting referrals and getting out there. That was super fun to write and all about um, visibility through referrals. I mean, wow. all my books tie into getting yourself out there and making a difference. Um, so that's always important to me. Networking magic is all about how to connect, how to network effectively, what to do, what to say, and uh, what to, you know, for the introverts and the extroverts. <laughs> to yeah. say. So I I know that all people will be helped by it. And I have formulas in there, what I call the three C's, hmm. to communicate, to connect, and to clarify. You know, so it's fun, and it just presents networking in an easy way besides can I have your card over the chicken wings? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I do recommend talking to people over the food because it's actually a <laughs> great place to meet people, <laughs> even if you have spinach in your teeth. Okay. <laughs> hopefully they'll tell you. Yeah. Hopefully um, they don't. Don't trust them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Gorilla Publicity came out, and that was really I talked about the inspiration for that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, in terms of uh, guerrilla publicity, really, uh, you know that was interesting. I was running a PR agency at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, and I got tapped by Jay Conrad Levinson, who some people might remember as the the I call him the Godfather, but probably the grandfather of guerrilla marketing, which is a whole series of books that have sold and actually many millions of books um, in the guerrilla brand, mm-hmm. and it's all about getting your name out there without spending a fortune. So. With Guerrilla Publicity, it's actually our third edition. So super excited about okay. that. Why? Well, PR keeps changing and, yeah. you know, um, everything gets added and we want to keep up with it. So third edition's out, just came out actually, updated, up, uh, renewed and refreshed.
0: Very nice. So um, what continues to inspire and motivate you? Mm. Well, you know, funny enough, uh, almost everything now, No, 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 no.
1: I, I am that kind of person. I, I just kind of, you know, like when the pandemic hit, I, I teach virtual publicity courses and, uh, you know, frankly, I used to teach them live and virtual, it's called publicity crash course. And guess what? All of a sudden I had to pivot, right? And I'm like, okay, what do I do? Let's see. <laughs> and I went all virtual and it, I actually lowered all my prices and you know what, it was great. No. Um, and I actually have more people taking the course than I've ever served before. Why? Because I lowered my price to bring a friend price. I, I mm-hmm. called it pandemic pricing, you know, mm-hmm. which, frankly, I'm keeping because it really serves a lot of people and it's been great. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, uh, you know, blessed to find right ways. And I think that's part of what keeps me inspired is, is I'm looking always for ways to be better, to serve more people, to contribute, to give value. You know, I listen, I had a meeting just uh, before this. I'm doing a a boot camp, a short, I call them short day boot camp. And, you know, we were like, okay, what can we what can we give in in the a few days that's even more valuable, even more, you know, right. And I'm just always asking that question of myself, of my staff, of my team, like, what can we do that's even giving more? um and and I, I think that shows and frankly you know people enjoy that and of course i hope they get a lot of publicity cuz that's the bottom line right
0: yeah I know and i i think that you truly have a servant cool. leadership heart right so you, yeah yeah <laughs> i do <laughs> I do a lot of uh volunteer work on in my spare time but what what there is of it and i love when people bring those Bring that into everything they do. And- well, thank
1: you. and And if I may just do a a bit of a um, part of that servant leader is that I've given, you know like I like you, I actually also serve on two boards, but I also teach a publicity crash course. So one of the things i I do as a dedicated um, give is that I always enable a nonprofit to join my publicity course. And by the way, if anyone out there is listening, just saying, let us know. that you're your nonprofit. Let us, let's see if we can uh, get you in, so to speak. And I would love that opportunity because so that's something I made a decision about. Yes, I'm very busy. And one of the things I can do to give of my um, energies and talents is to give a seat in the publicity crash course. Okay. So that's been great.
0: Yeah. And I think people have sometimes a hard time understanding the difference between marketing and PR and what publicity will actually do for you and how to best use it. So getting it out to more people and some of those people, then if you're still taking clients, could then become clients afterwards. Right. And, and some just go off or other people that you can refer to other publicists. Um, if they're not in your niche or, but, um, Absolutely. but you can also see how they get those aha moments and can. Use your techniques to find success for their brands and realize and feel empowered. Feel Absolutely. empowered things. I, what I know
1: what I notice is that um, so many people, frankly, uh, what I, what I know is that no matter how big or small you are, the truth about publicity is it's going to drive sales, credibility, visibility trust and authority, mm-hmm. prospects. I mean, how good is that, right? Yeah. Build your third-party endorsement. I, it's just such a powerful brand enhancement. But whoever you are, solopreneur, it doesn't really matter. So I got a doTERRA oil client as a customer. <laughs> All of it's good. What matters is, is that people know about you. And what matters is that people find you.
0: Yeah. And that you're, you're building up that trust factor. And mm-hmm. that you're showing you are an authentic brand being person that they can go to and that they can turn to. Big time. Yes.
2: yes. Wonderful.
0: Um, so the best way for people to find you is jalulun.com. Yes, it's one. And
1: I have a wonderful gift
0: for everyone yeah. um,
1: that I would love for you to look at. And You go to publicitycrashcourse.com okay. slash free gift. And it's a super fun action guide for you. Plus, it's an actual free masterclass live with me. So it's a one-two punch kind of gift. So definitely sign up for both.
0: That is lovely. And I'll make sure those are in the show notes and on our website and everything as well. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I mean, this is great value for our listeners today. So (laughs) um, they get to learn about kindness. And then they also get their publicity crash course. How like what better world can it be than that? This is honestly, this is why I do the podcast so that I can talk to really cool, interesting people who are bringing great things into the world and offering them to other people. So on on that note, is there anything that you'd like to share that we haven't covered today?
1: Mm. Well, I think, I think the biggest thing as a, as a, Business owners, you want to focus on your message. You want to Mm -hmm. put together a message that can be easily heard and seen, and that's simple and authentic for you to say, right? And when that's true, guess what? Life gets a lot easier. (laughs) Like you don't have to think about it all the time. Oh, what am I supposed to say? Who am I today? You know, what do I do? Right? People always ask, What do you do? You got to have a good answer. You got to know what you do, know how you deliver it, but also speak to, What's the need in others have that, right? And so when people go, I may fill in the blank. It, I'm a chiropractor. doesn't mean as much to me as, you know, I'm going to help you with your stress mm-hmm. and those achy, achy muscles you might have after mm-hmm. sitting all day on Zoom. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so that I'm going to hear differently, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I think that's really always important is your message um, needs to be focused. And most importantly, my friends, I want to leave you with a very important point. Mm -hmm. And that is that your message matters. Your message matters. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, Jill, thank you so much for coming on today. I am really excited to dig into your books. I think it's always good to continue learning. And um, as I said, I live for kindness. So so thrilled to have been able to have this conversation with you today. And uh, we will make sure that our audience can find all of your freebies and find your books and find you and and learn more about this movement for kindness and also how to great, get great PR. So um, with that, thank you to our audience for coming back for another week of your brand Amplified. And Jill Luplin, thank you for being an amazing guest today. Thank you. Absolutely. And I will be back again next week with another great episode. Want more? Check out amplifywithannika.com or follow me on socials at amplifywithannika.